Hey everyone, this is your girl Amber and this is Reaching Your Potential. In this episode, I'm going to be honest, open, and transparent because this is not going to be a happy, happy type of episode. This is me just being honest with you guys and letting you guys know the truth, okay? So... I was contemplating on talking about this, but I feel like it needs to be said and I need to let people know because I know I'm not the only one that's been through this or is currently going through this right now. I will be talking about the time I failed my boards. (laughs) Some people might be like, oh my gosh, yes, finally somebody's going to talk about this. Others may be like, oh, let me just skip this episode. Trust me. You may have passed your boards for the first time and that's great, but I'm sure you have had some type of struggle in your life where you had to try something over and over again in order to get it right. So this is not just for board exam attempts. This is just for life in general. So I hope you enjoy and I hope you learn a thing or two about it. Okay, so let's get started. Okay, so I'm just going to bring you guys to the story from the beginning where I was kind of prepping myself to take the exam the first time. I was studying a little bit during my specialty field work and I just wanted to get a head start because I, for me, I'm that type of person where I need to study from the beginning when they tell you have an exam three weeks in advance, I'm studying right away, little by little, because I'm not that type of person that can only study a week and get everything on the first try. It takes me some time, and I'm sure there are other students that study that way, so I just wanted to give myself some time to understand some of the information before I went all in and studied for this exam. I knew the exam was going to be difficult, I knew I needed at least a 450, all that stuff, you know, I thought I was ready. So once my field work stuff was over, I came back home and tried to gather myself together and I gave myself a timeline. So I said, I'm going to give myself eight weeks to study for this exam. I'm going to study with my peers. And I met this other girl through a study session one time and we met once a week in the city and we studied. So I had some type of variety of studying. So I was studying by myself, but also I was listening to podcasts. I was studying with other people virtually and physically. So I felt that I knew the material in order to pass the exam the first time. So when I took the exam, I came out so confused. I went into my car and I just started crying because I didn't know whether I passed or failed. No idea. But I knew if I passed, I passed from the skin of my teeth because it was just very stressful. Okay, I felt that at the end I was kind of rushing and it was just not pretty at all. My parents would ask me how did I feel about it. I was like, I really don't want to talk about it. Please don't. I don't want to discuss it, anything of that nature. And um, at that time, based on my test date, I had to wait two weeks to find my (laughs) 
my results. So that was stressful and just a nightmare within itself. So two weeks passed by. I get an email saying your test scores have been posted. Go check it. I checked it and I failed. I got like a 421 and that's pretty close to a 450, right? But of course, it's not close enough. Still a shy few points away from that 450. So I failed and I was very devastated. I was miserable. I started crying again. I just was over it. And my parents just asked me, okay, so what are you going to do next? What's plan B? When are you going to take this exam again? <laughs> at this time, I just didn't want to take this exam again at all because it was really stressful the first time. God knows what's going to happen the second time. So I had to shake it off, kind of, you know, reflect on what happened the first time. I definitely felt like I was rushing. I had to have a different strategy getting into the exam room the second time. So my second attempt, I decided to try this resource that one of my peers took or used and she felt that it was helpful and I was like okay I'll try it too so if I mentioned before I tried past the OT got a tutor and everything didn't like the tutor maybe I was just upset about the first attempt that was put my anger out on her but also I felt like she wasn't helping me but who knows I don't know I was doing that and I prepped and prepped and I gave myself like two months to take the exam again so I decided to skip November because November is my birthday and one of the scoring dates was on my birthday and I didn't have any time to find out I failed on my birthday. That would just been awful. So I was like, no, I'll skip November and I'll take the test again in December, you know, finish the year out on a good note. So tutoring is going fine. I felt like I knew the material. December comes, I take the exam. I felt a little bit better, way better than the first time. And I took my exam date the time where I only had to wait three days for the results which was great three days later get that same email I'm afraid I'm like it's probably gonna be the same thing I don't know check it out I went up but I failed again this time I got a 434 I'm like oh my goodness I'm so freaking close what is going on I don't know what I'm doing wrong of course crying again getting mad at past the OT because they said they guarantee that you're gonna pass your exam and I emailed them right when I got my score I was being very petty guys I literally emailed past the OT and told them you guys need to give me my money back because I did not pass my exam so they're like oh no don't do that like you can keep the resources I'm like I don't want nothing okay I don't want nothing with OT I am done I'm so done in my little you know pity box being miserable as usual and here come my family my supportive family picking me up and telling me you got this we know you can pass this exam you have literally went to an OT program that was a dual program you got your bachelor's you got your master's you passed all your field works there's no way you're not going to pass this exam and at this time, I felt very low. To be honest, I felt really upset that like everybody else around me were was passing. <laughs> and I know I'm not dumb. I know that I know the material. It's just something I'm doing is wrong that I'm missing these few points to pass this exam. I think like 16 points, right? If I'm doing the math right. So I had to shake this off for me and try to figure out what I got to do to pass this exam 
So what I did was definitely not go back to pass the OT. I decided to go another route and get a tutor through Varsity Tutors. Of course, you guys see from my resources episode that Varsity Tutors is pretty pricey. And I am so, so, so thankful and blessed that my parents was able to provide for me during that time because I know other people that don't have family that are financially supportive of them because, you know, life in general. But I'm just lucky and blessed enough that I had I have parents who are able to just without, okay, what do you need? Boom, here it is. So very, very thankful. Thanks, mom and dad. You guys are the best. Love y'all, for real. They just asked me, what is the next step? And I told them, like, I'm going to get a tutor from somewhere else. It's going to be this amount of money. And they're like, did we ask you how much money is going to be? And I was like, no, okay, fine. So got this tutor through Varsity Tutors. Actually liked the guy. He was really cool, really dope. Very supportive, very encouraging all the way. And he gave me the encouragement and the confidence that I needed from the first time I found out I failed my exam. So I felt very confident getting into the exam. He kept telling me and reassuring me that you know this stuff, you got this. And I'm like, yeah, I know I know this stuff and I know I got this, let's do this. So third attempt comes in around February, I believe. And um, took the exam, I felt pretty good, definitely better than the first two times. And I waited three days, found out I went a little bit lower than the previous time. So I went down from a 434 to a 429. And at this moment, I didn't know whether if I left the room for this exam, if I feel like I passed or I feel like I failed. I don't know. I felt like I passed. This time I still didn't pass. So at this moment, I was very perplexed on what I'm doing wrong. I kept telling myself, I know the material. I know these topics. I I know this stuff. What am I doing wrong? It must be something dealing with strategy of answering these questions. And when I got this tutor through Varsity Tutors, I told him that. I told him that, hey, you don't have to go over topics with me. You just have to go over questions and strategy because this is what I'm struggling with. This is the reason why I'm literally not passing by under 20 points like this is crazy and um he did like an assessment with me just asked me random questions and I was able to answer them correctly he's like oh yeah it's definitely not material it's just strategy I'm like there we go I know so um yeah I was very perplexed I was very upset again um I went to my tutor and told him like hey I'm so sorry but like I didn't pass and he's like oh my gosh I'm so sorry I really I had so much confidence in you. You know, I still have confidence in you, but that's crazy. I'm like, I know. I had to really push again. But then, of course, with the NBCOT, the amount of times you take it, the longer you have to wait in order to retake. So I believe it was like over 30 days I had to wait in order to register again. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm over it, right? I just kept saying, I'm over this, I'm over this, maybe OT isn't for me. But of course, God has the final say. I decided to take my exam. I told myself, this will be the last time I'm taking this exam. You guys are taking all of my money, but basically all my parents' money, (laughs) and all these resources and these exam testing prices is crazy, right? I'm spending so much money on this exam. 
and for studying resources, all the stuff. I told myself this will be the last time I'm taking this exam. So what I did was I scheduled an exam date for April, two months, and um, then pandemic happened, corona happened, and I was very scared that they were going to cancel my exam date, and they did. <laughs> they literally canceled my exam date, and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. What am I going to do? So I started crying. I'm a very emotional person, if you guys don't realize um, I'm very emotional when things don't go the way that's planned I just react instantly and my reaction was crying in tears I was upset that my exam day got canceled and I was trying to reschedule for you know the next date I couldn't get a date until September mind you we in April that is like five months <laughs> from April so I'm like I have to wait five months to take this exam so of course what did Amber start doing she started crying and I was just crying to my parents and telling them, you know, why do I have to wait this long? This is awful. And my parents were like, wait a minute, slow down. Think about it. You not taking this exam right now versus people are dying because of this pandemic, because of this virus. And you're really getting upset because you can't take this exam. And I had to put things into perspective and realize you're right. I'm healthy, I have a job, I have all these other things going on for me. Me not taking the exam right now is not the worst thing in the world. I had to put things in perspective and I just accepted the fact that I'm just going to take this exam in September. And what I also had to realize, what am I going to do during that time? Am I going to continue studying when my head started, oh my goodness, when I started getting headaches because I was studying so long? or I've been studying for almost a year for this exam and I still didn't pass it? Or should I take a hiatus and just not look at anything OT related? That's what I did. I didn't look at any OT material for about four months and that was the best four months of my life. <laughs> I give you not, it was the best four months of my life and I'll explain why. During the pandemic, I started focusing more on my fitness and with those who may not know me personally, I did track and field for about 10 plus years. And I've always been active, always been into fitness and lifting and working out and whatnot. So when the gyms closed down because of the pandemic, I needed to figure out ways to still keep going and being active. So I started doing workouts at home. I started posting videos on my Instagram and everything. And then one of my good friends told me, hey, you should create a fitness page. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't want to be like that generic person. You know, those people that just create fitness pages and they don't keep it up. I don't want to be one of those people. But he was like, no, Amber, like people will literally follow you. You're dope. You did track. You know what you're doing, all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I created a fitness page on my Instagram. It was literally the best decision of my life because I was introduced to so many cool people in the fitness world. Even right now, I'm still networking with these people and it's really exciting to see how that one decision really changed my life. But what really helped me was that I was able to focus on fitness so much that it transformed my body, but most importantly, it transformed my mind. And my mental health has changed so drastically. It gave me the self-confidence I needed to when I had to get back on the saddle to study for my boards. And that's kind of crazy to see, you know? Like I've always been into fitness, but the pandemic really helped me 
find that love for myself, but also for fitness and give me the confidence that, hey, if you can put all your work and your effort into fitness, imagine what you can do when it's time to study for your boards again. So I started studying for my boards again around, let's say, end of July, beginning of August. And I got another tutor around the same varsity tutors um, platform. And I feel like she was a godsend because she gave me not only the encouragement I needed, but also the spiritual encouragement that I needed. That makes sense. She was so amazing. She gave me resources, overabundance of resources that I didn't even need. I still used them. And I don't know, she was just so great. And I felt like me mentally was also ready to take this exam. Another thing that were happening during the pandemic was I got a full-time job. I got a new car. Everything was kind of going my way. And that just literally God, honestly speaking. I cannot say it was me. It was God orchestrating everything. And I felt that God was just telling me that everything is going to play. So the last thing you have to do is pass your boards. I remember a few days before I had to take my exam, I... um. I was talking to my dad and he asked me, are you ready to take the exam again? And I told him, yes, I am, because I truly feel that God has been talking to me through everything that has been occurring. I got a new job that pays well. I got a new car. I was able to sell my old car. And the last thing I had to do now is pass my boards. And I feel like God wouldn't just leave me hanging like that. And my dad just felt so happy just to see me and hear me say that. So September comes, I go and take my boards. A little bit different, I took it at another location. My dad dropped me off, my brother picked me up instead of me driving and going home. A few different strategies here and there. But of course the difference this time versus the other three times was that I had to wear a mask during the whole four hours and change, which was fine, I mean, we're used to wearing masks nowadays. I'm sure four hours is not going to kill you. So that's what I did. I took my little breaks whenever I needed to, ate my snacks here and there, and I was done with like some time to spare. Looked at the answers, choices, looked at the ones I marked. And I was like, no, I'm not going to even change them. I'm just going to submit it and go about my day. But honestly speaking, when I left that room, I felt like I passed. Some people felt like they failed and passed. Some people felt like they passed and they failed. I felt like I passed. So I left. My brother picked me up. He asked me how I felt. I said I felt good. You know, we'll see in three days. Three days come by and um, I'm working out the gym because I also made the commitment to um, work out during that time of studying because I felt that there's no sense of me not working out and not doing something that is that I have a passion for and just study. I had to still work out. So that's what I did. I still worked out and still studied. So I did both of them. So around <laughs> and also the funny thing is that I go to the gym early in the morning. I go around five o'clock where nobody's really there and I enjoyed it. So I did that the whole time, even after I took the exam. Went to the gym at 5 a.m., did what I had to do, and then go about my day. So the day when I um, got my results, I was actually in the gym. (laughs) And I was working out, working out, working out. And I knew I was going to get an email in the morning. I didn't know it was going to be that early, though. I got it around 6 a.m. or something like that. I was like, 
oh snap it's there should I open it or not and I just felt that like Amber you said that you know you passed this exam you better open that email so I was like okay fine open the email kind of afraid what I'm gonna see <laughs> and all I see is my credential number I didn't even see the you passed thing I just saw the credential number and I was like oh snap I freaking passed this exam so in the gym, it has like a turf area. I literally fell with my back out. You know, like how people do snowman angels on the ground? That's like how I looked on that turf because I was just so ecstatic. So ecstatic and also so relieved that my journey is finally over with this exam. So happy. I didn't even cool down. I just left and went about my day. I was like, I need to go home and tell my parents that I just passed the exam. Mind you, I didn't even figure out what my score was yet. I didn't even care what my score was because I knew I got at least a 450. And I was so happy to say like, hey, I am an OCR and I did it. You know, it's hard. This exam is one of the hardest exams you can ever take in your entire life. And kudos to those who have passed the first time, but even kudos, more kudos to those who have passed after several attempts. That just shows so much perseverance. That just shows how much you love this profession because you are meant to be here. It doesn't matter how many times you took this exam because employers don't know. Other people are not gonna know unless you tell them. People know now that it took me four tries and I honestly don't care because at the end of the day, I'm still going to be an amazing OT regardless of the journey. But use my story to encourage you that you can do this. You may be listening and this may be your second attempt, your third attempt, your fourth, your fifth, your sixth. I don't know how many times you have taken your exam, but I'm here to tell you that it's okay. This exam does not define you. It doesn't tell you how great of an OT or how bad of an OT you are because there's some people out there who may have passed their first time and is not a great OT, okay? I'm just being honest. Sometimes the people that pass the first time are just great test takers. I'm just saying that. I might get people upset just saying that, but it's true. I knew before passing this exam that I was going to be a great OT because of the feedback that I got from my OT CIs. My CIs told me like, hey, you got it. You know what you're doing. My professors told me, my peers told me, my family told me. I don't have anyone in my family that's an occupational therapist. I have an aunt that is a nurse practitioner, health field things. That's not a thing in my family. We're high educators in the education field, but not the health field. So I knew this was a big thing for me, and I wanted this. Once I got into OT and I learned about OT, I knew this is what I was going to do. I didn't care how many times it was going to take me. It's really all about the journey, and I feel that without that, I would just been that same person that, oh, yeah, I passed the first time, and that's it. I'm just really blessed and happy to share my story with you and I hope I have encouraged you. I hope I have literally changed your mind if you felt that OT was not for you anymore because it is for you. We need you, especially black OTs, okay? We need you. 
the diversity in this profession is like non-existent and um we need black OTs we need people of color who are OTs in this field and if you're not even in OT but you're in an another type of health profession or another field where people like you don't even exist or is the majority we need you too so please 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 i hope this has encouraged you guys share this with people okay i really want this to be able to be spread like wildfire because it's okay to fail because that's just showing that is preparing you for greatness. It's going to prepare you to succeed. So don't give up, keep at it. I don't care how many times it takes you, keep going because there's someone out there that is looking at you as a role model that is saying, hey, she did it, I can do it too. And I did it and you can do it too. All right, I will talk to you guys later. This is your girl, Amber, reaching your potential. Peace out.